With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is up, everybody? It is a special edition of Outside the Cage. Just because Sugar Sean is the new Bantamweight champion of the world. Oh my goodness. I'm not even I'm not even gonna lie, brother. I'm not even gonna lie. I mean, we'll just get right into it. Um I mean, first off, I just kinda I was I was I was in highly intoxicated. We can say that I was highly intoxicated. Um I remember the knockout. I do remember the knockout. I don't remember any other fights of the night. I'm not going to lie. Even though we were live streamed, I do not remember the Zang fight. I do not remember the Zang fight. I remember Sugar's walkout and you were like, superstar, superstar. And then, and then I remember like the first round texting people that were texting me about it. Um, I was like, we're down 0-1. But I was like, we stuffed the takedowns. We're fine. Like he won it, Aljo won it at the end, like the last 30 seconds. And then I remember the knockout. And then from there on out, whether it was just emotion and probably the alcohol or probably just a great combination of both, I was just blacked out. I don't remember nothing after that. Like, nothing like I don't remember like when he like, I don't remember the interviews after I watched it all back. I don't, that's, I just remember the step back, the counter. And that's all I remember. Then, and then after that, and then I, I just remember going crazy. And then I'm my, I'm my night was done. Bro. That was man. One of the best nights of my life. Honestly, just the day all the way through from 10 AM at river lakes, all the way up until sugar Sean got the knockout. It was just an all time day, especially to spend it with you. No one else. I would want to watch sugar put that out. On his waist with, bro. Man, dude, that was... Yeah, I, I say it's Buddha's friend's fault. The reason that we were both so hammered. Remember they kept... Or you might not remember, but they kept on just bringing us shots to the table. Yeah, no, I remember the, the shots. I remember the shots on the live stream. I remember that. But like... On the live yeah, stream. I don't remember any really... I, I, bro, I do not remember the Cheeto and Pedro fight. You honestly, you're probably better off not remembering it. It was pretty. I thought boring. about that today. I do not remember the Cheeto Pedro fight. Um, obviously, I had big implications on the Zane fight because I I had her inside the distance. I had that fight to be inside the distance, so I would thought I'd remember that one. I do not remember that one. I seen a video today of um Zane dropped her in the fifth round. Yeah, she dropped her good, dude. She was just dominating the whole fight. She almost submitted her a couple times. The total strikes. I had the numbers. It was in the 200s. Zhang was somewhere in the 200s, I think. And then oh, 50 was... 43. 
dude, deservedly so. It could have been 50-40. It was so bad. Wow. Or not bad. I guess really good from Zhang Wei Li. So Zhang Wei Li landed 296 total strikes compared to Lemos is 29. Wow. And control time, 16 minutes of it. So she was just dominating her all around. It was... um... Did Ian Gary have a chance to knock him out at all or no? Oh, yeah. So, Ian Gary, did he... I think he hit Neil Magny's uh, perennial nerve or something like that because literally the first leg kick he threw, it was hard. It was a good leg kick, but it didn't seem like a Gaethje one or anything like that. And it took Neil Magny off of his feet, and the whole time he couldn't really stand on that leg. So, Magny was literally fighting on one leg. For 14 minutes and 55 seconds of that fight, and Gary still couldn't put him out of there. So I kind of got Costa Luke Rockhold vibes from that fight. That's how I'm feeling about Gary right now. He should have finished him. He had a wounded, he had a wounded yeah. gazelle in front of him yeah. out there in Neil Magny. Two 3026s and a 3024. So that's 3024 is two 10 eights. Magny couldn't stand. He's literally Thirty twenty four, three ten eight. Yeah, it, wow, that was an official score. Thirty twenty four, thirty twenty six, thirty twenty six. Sheesh, dude. Oh, I messed up on that. Can't even read that. We'll put that away. But um, yeah, dude, Gary dominated him, but I thought he should have got a finish because Magny was literally just—it was like almost like Sugar Cheeto. Like Magny wasn't rolling his ankle every time he yeah. stepped on it. But you could yeah. tell that he couldn't really do anything with that leg. I'm not positive that he hit the perennial nerve, but yeah. that's kind of what made the most sense to me after thinking back on it. Bro, just wild, like, I don't know, just crazy. Like, I, I still can't, like, it's it's just, it's a lot different than the Izzy because, like, Izzy was the kind of the favorite in that second fight, I still think. Um, I always thought, like, I mean, everyone was kind of saying that like Izzy was gonna win. It was like back and forth both ways, but this one just feels different because the underdog and like how he did it and like just like I don't know, like obviously mm. that's our guy, and then just and just the way he knocked him out. Like we talk about all the time, like the Connor Aljo, Connor Aldo moment, and that's literally exactly what it was. Um, did you think at the end of the first that it was? What did you think at the end of the first? I was too drunk to like think anything. So what did you think? I mean, end of the first, probably Aljo won the round. I would say it was about yeah, for sure Aljo won the round. But I'm saying as far as the yeah. rest of the fight, like what did you think? Oh, what did you think? I I loved it. I was super happy because Sugar didn't even have to throw a punch, and he established control of the octagon in the beginning of the round. Aljo was trying to corner him. Sugar was doing a great job, just staying on the bike, not getting pinned on the cage. Lateral movement, feints anything he could to keep that space and by the end of the round besides when aldo took him down sean was the one kind of you know controlling the the octagon a little bit so i felt amazing about it it was a little worrisome when aldo started landing those shots in the clinch yeah but i think sean was fine with it because he knew that there was 15 seconds left in the round nothing was really gonna happen so yeah, I was happy after the first round. I yeah, definitely 10-9 Aljo, but I felt great about the rest of the fight. I felt so, even more confident than I did before. It comes out that he has a broken rib. Um, he didn't grapple for eight weeks. Tim said it was one of the worst camps they've ever had. 
um, when I heard that, like I was just baffled because like everything he talks, I mean, again, it wasn't his fault. Injuries happened, but like how, like he talks about how his camps are always great. He slept great. He's the best. He slept all camp. Like he, everything pointed to like him, this, that he was locked in. He was having a great camp. He had so much time. So I was like, there's no way he's like have, having that bad of a camp. Like he's had so much time. How was he hurt? When did he get hurt? When did it happen? Um, he said if it was a three-rounder co-main title eliminator, he would have pulled out, um, which even makes it even crazier. Like, I don't – I don't. what did you think when you saw that? Dude, made it even more impressive. It was pretty – it just shows how crazy the fight game is because it's not like Sean's the only one that's done that, I'm sure. I mean, we saw Connor with the knee injury before his big fights. And the fact that he couldn't grapple for the last, I think they said five weeks, was just insane because that's what we were basing our confidence off of is the fact that he's been locked in on grappling, which he was for the last the last few years up yeah. before that injury. But kind of what it worries me, I don't know if he'll be able to get on this December card because he yeah, said, he'll need, said he'll need almost a month to recover. Yeah. So that would leave him – at the beginning of October, so he'd have about two months for yeah. a five-round fight, which is not ideal by any means. And that kind of goes against what he's been I doing. I think if it's Cheeto, it doesn't really matter, personally. Honestly, yeah. I'm kind you can of stand and box with Cheeto like that. Yeah, Cheeto's not. It's funny, man. That Sanhagen really, Sanhagen really burst Cheeto's bubble. Yeah, and I mean, and Sanhagen getting hurt, it could have been Sanhagen. I think he deserves it the most, either him or Marab, but Marab already passed it up. So, yeah. Got to go with the sugar. What about Henry? Where does he fall into all this? Uh, I mean, it was there for Henry. He could have fought Cheeto on this card. Um, he pulled out for injury. I don't know what his, in I mean, obviously he said his shoulder. We don't know where he's at on that. But I don't think you get, you're off that long. Yes, he's a Hall of Famer. Yes, he's one of the greats. He's a former double champ. Um, but I don't think you get rewarded twice. Like you don't, he got, he already come back, came back and fought for the title after two years off, um, deserved it rightfully. So deserved it, fought a great fight, close fight. Could have went, could have went either way. Um, but you don't get to just fight for the belt again. I don't feel like. Yeah. You can't get a title shot off of a loss. That's very true. I think he's probably one win away though with, and, if it, and if, if it wasn't for the Cheeto and Sugar storyline, Cheeto doesn't get the fight because that shit was boring. Um, but it's just the storyline, I think, gets that over. And the Henry fight's always there because I think Henry beats anybody else in the division other than Aljo and Sugar. Yep. I think Henry beats Marab. I think Henry beats Cheeto. I think Henry beats all those other guys. So the Henry fight's always there. Um, I just think you got to – that's a big fight with Sugar and Cheeto. You don't want to risk losing that. So I think you do that fight um, before you start giving him – because he's got to fight Marab, he's got to fight Henry eventually, one of those two. So before you give him another wrestler, just let him get in there with Cheeto, get another title fight out of him, let him let him sell some big pay-per-view. Um, that's a good storyline. It's a good fight. It's a good matchup. I think he can. He, I think he knocks Cheeto out. You get another highlight, real knockout. So I think you run now. I think that's I think that's the way to go. Come on, dude. Did you see the? Did you see Tim talking about how he was trying to get everyone like Aljo's corner thinking that? Sean was trying to throw that flying knee right in the beginning, which he so, very successfully did. Okay, so I don't remember if I remember this live, but I remember the, as soon as I woke up in the morning watching it, um, Mark Goddard telling like Tim to like be quiet. 
And I was yeah. wondering the whole time, I thought they were going to talk about it on the podcast, but I saw someone finally ask him today on Pat McAfee that what was he mm-hmm. saying? And they were saying that it was Tim talking to Aljo. Just talking. Yeah, I've heard Tim do that in other fights too. He just likes to talk shit in the corner. Yeah, yeah he'll be like, yeah, that guy sucks. You could you could take him out easy. I've seen it when Sean and Tim yeah. were both in the corner for one of their uh, amateur fighters in Montana or a low-level pro. It was so funny. They were just chirping at the other dude the it's, whole time. It's funny how like, Obviously, we don't know them, but like we're like follow them, like we see every podcast, mm-hmm. kind of everything they say. Um, and it's crazy, like how their mentalities are different. Some fights walking out, like how they said at um, Abu Dhabi, like Sugar wasn't nervous, and it was more Tim that was nervous. And then in this fight, Tim was super nervous, and he was just like he said it, like shit. At this point, me being nervous isn't gonna help him. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah, how sick is that? That Sugar gave Tim the fifty k knockout bonus. He said if oh, I get the bonus, you get it. Yeah, he said I'll give it to you. Good shit. Yeah, great, great for them, bro. That's got to be amazing feeling for both of bro. them. Because I mean, I just yeah. know how we feel about it. Imagine them, dude. And Coach Tim, shout out to Coach Tim because he really outgame planned one of the best MMA teams of all time in Sarah Longo. I think it's Sarah Longo, not Longo Sarah, but yeah, dude. They've been around forever. They've had multiple champs. They have guys in a lot of divisions that win fights in the UFC. And I'd say that Sugar's game plan was better. Yeah. It just he executed better. Apparently, Alja or uh, Longo and Sarah in his corner the whole time they were yelling, watch the knee, watch the knee. And that might be why Alja was biting on all the feints so hard. Because yeah. you know how every time Sugar would do the smallest of feints, Alja would kind of take a step back and it would give Sean a chance to circle around, get in a better position. Yeah, I would have thought Aldo was more aggressive, like on the takedowns. He was just really wasn't. I thought he would have yeah. shot right away, but then again, maybe it's because they thought the knee was coming. That was kind of that was kind of worrying him. Which obviously, I mean, who knows? It could have been. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, after the first, it was just like, and even during the first, like there was no pressure. I feel like, mm-hmm. like I feel like Sean was good in the first. Um, like he said, he didn't he didn't care about the first round. He was just trying to not get taken down. But I feel like that should have been Aljo's game plan. Just keep going, keep yeah. going, keep going, keep going, and to just lay on him. That's what I thought the game plan was going to be. Um, we really didn't get to see like Sean really take down defense. Like it wasn't really like it was like, I mean he stuffed one, but it wasn't like he got to continuously keep doing it. Um, because that yeah. was my, I said that was my thing. I said I thought Aljo was gonna continue to keep shooting, keep shooting, keep shooting. And I thought O'Malley could stuff some, but then it was also like he's not stuffing them all night. Like that's just the reality. So what can he do when it gets to the ground? That was my thought process, and it just never even got there. Yeah, dude. I mean, I saw one slow motion breakdown of it. You know how there's those Instagram guys who slow it down and type stuff and circle stuff yeah. and kind of break down the little movements. Aljo was trying really hard to close the distance, but Sean was just lateral the whole entire time. Left and right, in and out, fainting, throwing teeps every time Aljo would manage to get close. So, yes, Aljo wasn't being aggressive, but I think at the same time it was just a master class from Sean O'Malley. Yeah, that true. was true like and i really like i know some people are gonna like not believe this or not understand it or not want to hear it but he's truly like up there with like the greats as far as like performing when it's time to perform like he just goes to another level like he's just so locked in he's so mentally focused like going in with a broken rib into a cage fight um not grappling for eight weeks with one of the best wrestlers in the world um, and then just going in there and just being so calm and collective and just just going to a different zone. 
Like he's up there with a lot of the greats. I'm not going to mention names because I don't want to get a lot of heat for that, but he's up there with a lot of the greats. Number 30? He's up there. Uh-oh. He's up there no, with Ron. the greats when Rockwell just going into a zone. Yeah, dude. You hear – what does he say? That he kind of just lets his higher self take over once he gets yeah. in there. He doesn't even really – remember everything that he's doing because he feels like it's almost not him it's just all his training and hard work and everything yeah. that he's done for the last nine years did you hear when tim and sean were saying that on the pod that it's been nine years for sugar since he's been a full-time fighter no job no nothing 15 for tim just fighting traveling the country learning training studying up on health sleep yeah. psychology all of it man i think I think this is just the start for – I mean, it's already been the start for Sean, but if Tim wants to be a premier MMA coach, I really think he could be up there with Eric Nixick, Eugene, Longo. Yeah, but I'm just saying he's that good. Yeah, no, definitely he's that good. He's, he is he's elite, dude. Everything from throwing smoke screens in the media, that's like that – that's that next generation of stuff. Yeah. Like an older guy, they might do it a little bit, but they're not thinking about using social media the way that Sean and Tim are. Yeah, they're getting clicks, they're getting engagement, but they're also subtly doing things to throw off the other team, as we yeah. saw. Because we had they had everyone thinking that it was going to be a, a Marlon Marias type thing. Time the shot, hit him with the knee. And that played in Sean's favor because he really couldn't grapple with that hurt rib. So that might have just been in the back of Aljamain's head, the tiniest bit to you know have him biting on those feints a little bit harder yeah. and you saw them drilling that right hand tim said they watched a bunch of film it was just oh i'm so happy for both of them and the whole sugar team down there in peoria shout out to everybody great great for all those dudes man I, I still it's amazing beyond words um all i know is before the fight i looked and i was down a lot of money and then Sugar won, and I was like, bro, I don't even think I'm going to be up. Like, I don't even think that, like, it, like yes, he won, but I don't think it's going to put me, like, up. And I was up a lot mm -hmm. of money. So I, whatever drunk bets I made, I put a lot of money on Sugar. I think, yeah, you must have after after the other ones didn't hit. You probably yeah, just. Yeah, I was all in. I was all in. I was all in. Yeah, I was all in. Come but on. Yeah. It's worth what, it. What a day. What a day. What a night. Um, Should we throw up the. The live the stream was like, yeah, you can put the bets up. That's fine. I don't oh, know dude, the live stream was so much fun. Thanks to everybody who tuned into that for a little bit. That was, man, if we lived in the same city, I think we'd be doing that yeah. a lot more frequently. Started off nice. Uh, got a smash in the first round. Split decision to GM to GM three. Could have went either way there. Um, Cheeto tricked it. I put too much. Like, bro, looking back at this now, like, these aren't bad bets. Like, Vera no. should have. I mean, okay, Cheeto and Muno's bad bet. But like Ian Gary should have hit, um, ten eighted him two out of three rounds. That's usually a finish. Um, Zang inside the distance should have hit. GM three could have went either way. So the the only bad bets were the Cheeto and the Hubbard ones. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 -chumba. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch -ch 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 -chumba. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, the Zang one was a great bet. She, oh, 
Dude, she got so close to that submission. You would have been. Had her yeah, you gotta watch that one back. Lamos, Lamos should have tapped, or like not should have tapped, but could have, and no one would have been mad at it. Damn. Oh, yeah, that one would have been big. Yeah, that one would have been big. I, I like where we're at, though. I'm getting a feel. Yeah. Um, oh, Austin Hubbard is the only one that messed with the parlay? Yeah. Uh, no, I think Zane – or, yeah, I guess so. The red was just in the wrong spot. No, but, that's just for the whole parlay in general. Oh, I see. Yeah, bro. Damn. Yeah. That's yeah, I, I still like see like I was looking back at today when I was putting these in and I was like, dude, I like all these bets. Like I make them all again except probably Cheeto the Cheeto bets. Yeah. I mean the GM three fight, that was probably fight of the night, in my opinion. Yeah, and it was it was it was split. We had action. It's a coin toss. For plus two hundred, I'll take a coin toss. Man. So you don't you don't really remember like the Weidman fight or the tough fights or I remember the tough fights. I remember the Katona fight being really good. I remember mm-hmm. uh the Hubbard fight was trending towards a decision. Uh, yeah, you were you were looking all right in that one. Yeah. Um I remember Tavares just dominating Weidman. I think Weidman got hurt. Uh yeah, his leg his other leg. Yeah. Yeah. But he was shouts to Weidman, bro. He left it all out there. He was doing anything he could to get a, a finish. He went for it. He oh, sometimes though, you know, father time is undefeated. Your body just breaks down, and there's not much else that you can do. Oh, um, Demond Blackshear and Mario Batista. Some are saying a robbery. Oh, really? I kind of yeah. I think Blackshear had the robbery decision. In, robbery in a unanimous. Someone had a thirty twenty seven. Yeah. They have was, all these stats, though. Blackshear leads all these stats. Exactly. It was a weird one. Yeah. I, I had just... I had uh, Batista in a bet, so I wasn't too bummed. But um, Ruger and Bustos, you might have seen them on the live stream. Black, they needed Blackshear last leg in one of their parlays, so they were really pissed about that. Did Vera even come close to, like, finishing him at all? Nah. He threw a couple, he threw a couple front kicks and question marks that had potential, but... Pedro wasn't really ever in danger. I honestly did for that fight. Like after live streaming for two and a half hours, I was standing up, pacing around a little bit. I had to get right for Sean, dude. Yeah, I don't know how. Like- I if I wasn't hammered, I would have been so nervous because I was really nervous and I was absolutely hammered, dude. Yeah. So you didn't go out after you were just. I did. Go out. You did. <laughs> No memories though. No, I yeah, I remember being there, bro. But I don't like. Let's you just say the, Gar- like, the Garys. Yeah, Irish sugar. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, that was funny, bro. Uh, what a night, dude. I I hope Sugar can get on December. I know he really wants that money. If he could be a co-main for Connor, did you see that they DM'd back and Here's forth? My thing on that. Here's my thing on that is. Do you main event? Obviously, it's Connor. There's different rules for Connor. Do you main event Connor non-title fight and co-main Sugar title fight? Yeah. That's okay. Sure, that's what Sean said in the DMs. He said, "I co-main you main event in December." Yeah, I mean, it for sure has to be that because Connor's not co-maining. But yeah. like, I was just, I just, I just didn't know if that was like something they would do. I think I don't know. At the end of the day, the UFC it's a business, and this is kind of a once in a lifetime opportunity. It's like having 
Yeah, and Sugar wants to on the same card. Yeah, and yeah. I think Sugar's. I think he's happy to do it because he's he's always said he kind of likes finishing earlier in the night anyway, and yeah. he still gets the same amount of pay per view points. And he's fine. I think he's fine taking a backseat to McGregor. He's always been a huge fan of him. Said he was the first one that kind of showed Sean that this is a possibility to be a superstar in the fight game, a worldwide superstar. Yeah, I'm all for it. I loved. I would love that. I hope that's that's the case. That'd be the, one of the biggest cards in UFC history. I think that'd do insane numbers. I'd, I'd be willing to drop it. whatever on tickets for that too because it's in Vegas. So, yeah. No, I think that I think where we were sitting would probably be close to a grand for that card. Yeah, <laughs> we could barely even see the. We could barely that's even like, see the. That's that's like that's. I mean, Sugar's a star now, but imagine in two years from now, the star he's going to be. So, like looking back at it, yeah, like they were on the same card. Like what? Yes, like no, no way they were on the same card. Got it. Yeah, that's one you got to go to if you have the chance. And you know, I don't even know if they would stack the card actually because they wouldn't need to at all. They could do a trash card and just those two, and still might break a record in buys or get close to it. Yeah, but yeah, man, man. what a card! Talked about it all night. What a night! Um, mm-hmm. Congrats to Sugar. Congrats to Sugar. One of the best in the world at truly what he does. Truly an artist. Number nine, pound for pound, by the way. Um, yup. Yeah. So yeah. Number one in the Sugar State Athletic Commission. Yeah, yeah that's what I heard. That's what I heard. That's what they came out with the rankings. I heard you hit some Ultimate Fighter, not Ultimate Fighter, uh, Contender Series bets today. Yeah, I did. I kind of locked in today at work. I was kind of bored, so I went up. I just took underdogs, so. Well, no, so no, I lied. So there was four fights tonight. First fight, I took the underdog. I thought it was close. I took the underdog. He won by knockout. I watched it live. They're really, they're, bro, they're really fun to watch because they're yeah, like they short. Are. Cause like it's not like good enough fighters to like keep you engaged, but they're short. There's only like four or five fights, and they're mm-hmm. like throwing bombs. So um, I took the underdog plus one forty, um, knocked him out. Great fight, um, Luis Paleo. And then there was mm-hmm. a girl fight. There was a girl fight under two and a half was like plus two forty. I took a stab at that. She head kicked her in the first wobbler, didn't get the finish. So I lost that one. I lost that one. And the next fight, Oban Elliott. I took him. I took him. He was an underdog too, plus one twenty. Hit on that by a majority decision, um, and then I was like, "Yeah, like I, I like the favorite in this main event." So I put all the money I won. I think it was like seventy bucks on the favorite. Zach Zachary Reese won by sub. So good night. Uh. Three, three one with the with three one with two underdogs. So we got some money going into this weekend. We got Korean Zombie versus Max Holloway. Um, before I put the bets up there, what do you I mean? Max oh, Holloway yeah. by decision. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. We'll um, put him up. Here we go. Um, so first fight, got Choi versus Evans over two and a half. Let me get my reasoning. I remember I wrote, I have reasonings of why I like this. Let me see here. I will not be watching these fights. I'll hopefully. Yeah, so. Like a stocking messenger, I'll before. wake up and see him. It starts at prelim, early prelims start at two in the morning. Max Holloway is estimated to fight at eight in the morning. So. Probably not going to pull an on-nighter unless it's just one of those nights, which, I don't know, sometimes it's a possibility when you're just out with the boys. But yeah. most likely, I'll probably be trying to wake up at 8 to watch Max or just watching the card right when I wake up. Oh, not Max, checking is, Max is at 5, bro. The main like, card starts at 5, I think. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, 
Yeah, I like the over here. Um, Evans' last three fights have been decision. Troy's the favorite. He last two fights finishes, but I kind of like Evans in this one. But um, let's go. We'll take over two and a half. Take a stab at that. And then um, Aldrich, Aldrich, and now just a, just a girls' fight. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stop being scared to take over two and a half. Um, last four out of five fights, Aldrich went to decision. Um, she and she's the big favorite. So yeah, we look at her how she wins. She wins. She wins by she goes to decisions. Her last five fights are split decision, unanimous decision, unanimous decision. She got subbed by Blanchfield, and then her last loss was a unanimous decision loss. So she's gone the distance four out of the last five. Um, not on the hands different. She's she's a finisher. Ten out of nine. Ten out of her nineteen wins have been by finish. But again, big underdog. Let's look at. I think Aldridge plays it safe. Not not can be dangerous. So I think Aldridge, I think uh, it goes over there. And then uh, we're gonna go Billy Goff here, a little first underdog. We're gonna go. We're gonna take the mm. American. We're gonna take the American. I like that. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty-five years old, just a little more experience. Um, coming off four straight knockout wins, he's making his UFC debut. He was on a contender series. Um, Two young bucks in this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kenoshita, um, just got knocked out by Adam. Adam, fuck it. So oh. I'll take the guy that's has four, five straight, four straight knockouts. Off over a guy coming in with, with the loss. Oh, that just that just got knocked out. So let's rock with that. I liked a lot on this card, man. I liked a lot on this card. I'm not gonna lie. If it was like really? earlier, if I was up, I'd have a lot of action, like live yeah. action. Really good um, card. Yeah, Michael Olick. Here, I don't want to say his full name. Um, twenty-eight. Finally, guy was thirty-four. Three and two his last fights, but three and two his last um five fights. But his two losses are really good. Dustin Jacoby, and then. Baralo, the um, Paulo Costa lookalike. Mm, yeah. Guy's fighting coming off back-to-back losses. So let's take the young guy here, the younger guy here. Let's go Let's go in the coin toss. You need Michael Olek. And then my favorite play of the day. Again, I wish I was going to be awake because if those first four hit, I'd even go heavier. Um, Junior Taffa over Parker mm. Porter. I think Taffa dominates this one. Um his brother actually knocked out Parker Porter as well. Uh, so they so, got the read. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I just think Justin's younger, way younger. Um, four and one has the reach, has a height advantage, not the reach advantage, but fourteen years younger. For minus one fifty for a guy who's who's four and one with four knockouts and just went to decision with Usman. Um, again, ultimate fighter winner. Again, I don't think Usman's great, but just. I think I don't think Parker Porter can do what Usman did as far as just wrestling and grappling. Yeah, so, not that style. Yeah, I think this is I think this is a easy play here. I'm not gonna lie. So that's gonna be our biggest play of the day. We're gonna put 200 on that one. Um, then this fight here. Um, again, I don't wanna I don't wanna add this in because I I didn't put it in the chart, but um, I like fight to go the distance here. Blackfield and Santos plus 200. If you if you're watching this and listening to this. Put that bet in. We won't count it, win or lose here on this. But I like that one. I just seen that one today earlier. Um, but I'm gonna go Talia Santos again. I like, I like I said, I like it. Ghost decision. So with these judges, with these judges, just kind of take the coin toss. But I think Santos is good, man. Maybe she just fought the fight of her life against um, Shevchenko. But I mean, you look at her, you look at that man, like, and just you think, like, how is she not the second best person in the world? But then a couple things scare me, like decision with Molly McCann. Exactly. Yeah, we saw so what Blanchfield did to Molly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
So I'm hoping some MMA math is, is wrong here. Um, I don't know, but I, I don't feel like Blanchfield will be able to really sub her. But then, I mean, you know, you look at her, you look at her wins. Like, yeah, she finished them, but Andrade, not a great win looking back at it. McCann's never a great win. <laughs> and then I, I don't know. So I'm just, I mean, what I'm, my favorite bet on this one, I should have, I should have stayed patient and waited for that line to come out, but I liked, um, to go the distance plus 200. But I think Blanche was so young. Santos in her prime, 30 years old, coming off of, she's got to feel confident off, t- off taking the bullet to where she took her. Um, so yeah, give me Santos. The more I explained it here, I don't like it as much. But uh, <laughs> let's go Santos. A little throw fifty bucks on her. Oh yeah. And then uh, Anthony Smith Ryan Span. I've been hearing a lot of different opinions on this. I've been hearing a lot of people say well, it's just the same fight we just saw. He's gonna submit him. So why not take the plus money? But it's gotta be a trap. It's gotta be a trap. Um, I think Ryan Span's a lot better on the feet than he showed than first Anthony Smith fight, so I think he'll be a little bit more damage on the feet. And he, mm-hmm. he's better on the ground. I think he's just better. Yes, he has a sub loss since that time again well, but he also has a sub win. Um, so yeah, I mean the way he knocked out Dominic the way he knocked out Dominic Reyes, I just I don't know. I at some point Anthony Smith's gotta fall. He's on a what is it, two fight losing streak? Uh I think let me yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Walker and Ankalaev. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Give me, give me a Ryan Spann here again. I like the line. I think it's a trap line. So I'll get one up on Vegas here. I like that. And, and then our parlay, um, Max and Zombie over two and a half rounds minus two and a, minus two forty five. Um, we obviously know how Max Holloway fights go. He's for sure entering the third round. I would think jabbing him to death. Um. Then we're gonna put my favorite play in there, Junior Taffa. And then we're gonna go. I'm a little bit on the early side here. We're going to go Cortez, Acosta. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 6-4. Like um, the matchups are the same. The me- measurements are pretty much the same. Coming off a, a unanimous decision loss, but up until then, he's won four of his last five. Um, the person he's fighting, Brzezeski, coming off two straight losses in a no contest. So give me the guy trending up. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As opposed to the guy trending down, same age. So, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna, we got a long way to go before we chip away and get back in the green. So hopefully this is this is the start of it. Hell yeah, dude! I like the logic on all those. It's elite, like they all just make sense. Seem like great bets. They always and do, man. They always do. I had a couple things I wanted to put up here. So I love for this the fight a lot. Field. I love this fight a lot, dude. I I honestly kind of this one slipped slipped by my mind a little bit, but yeah, like, I'm gonna be going with Aaron Blanchfield here. I think that. I think she's a special athlete, and I think she's a part of that new modern MMA wave where she's been doing it since she was five years old. She's been training MMA since, you know, probably she was a teenager. And I just think that she's going to show that she's levels above everyone else. I think she's going to go in there, beat the winner of Grosso Valentina as well. Bold prediction. But, yeah, man, everything I've seen from her, it's just all been green flags so far. seems like she's disciplined wants to be a champ wants to be i don't know if she wants to be a superstar exactly but 
She wants to be great, and I think she's well on her way. And also, this is Tyler Santos's topology. I know we can't see it very well, but all of those gray seas are canceled bouts. Tell me that's not the UFC's worst nightmare. And I don't know. That's just kind of annoying when someone pulls out of a fight this many times. The Blanchfield one has already been has already tried to been made once, but she pulled out. And the first C on that list is from 2020. So a lot since 2020 of canceled bouts. I don't know if it's visa issues, yeah. injuries, but I don't know. That's just something that really bugs me as a fight fan because you get really excited for a fight. The other fighters doing a whole training camp based around you. So give me Blanchfield here. I might even bet it inside the distance. I think it probably will hit that over, but I'm just a big Aaron Blanchfield fan. Yeah, I'm going like to ride it. with her. Like and it. in this next fight, Rinya Nakamura, I'm not going to bet on it because he's minus 800. The odds haven't come out yet for him by knockout, but I think he, I think he's a dynamic fighter, dynamic striker. He puts on a very exciting performance every time. He has 8.57 significant strikes landed per minute. That might just be from his one UFC fight, but still, that just shows the type of fighter he is. Yeah. So give me Rina here. I hate going against the Americans, but I'm gonna have to use my head a little bit, and. The third fight on the main card is a banger. I'm not gonna lie, this just, line I like I like I, I don't like the line here. It should be about even, right? I'd say Giga minus one fifty. Yeah, way closer than this because Giga's yeah. coming off of a brutal loss. And we've seen those derail fighters before when he hasn't fought it the, over a year, right? Yeah, since Cater, I think. Yeah. We saw him. We saw him in uh, Vegas. Shouts yeah, Giga. I didn't think he was six foot when we saw him. Did you? Nah, it's little. It's crazy. Look at six foot right there for his height. But you um, ask me on a set of Casars is taller. He just looks taller in there. Hundred percent. I don't know if yeah. it's the hair, but yeah, I agreed with you. I when I checked this, I was like, oh, I wonder. Casares must be like way taller than him, but nope. Giga's allegedly six foot. Um, I might sprinkle a little bit on Caceres here just because that line, and I think it's a closer fight. They're both really good stand-up guys. They have unique styles. I think this is a it's a fan's dream matchup. I expect this to be an absolute banger of a fight. Yeah. And then we already talked about this one, Smith versus Span. I also agree with you that it's kind of a trap because, yes, we all see the obvious path to victory for Smith, but – He's just looked really old in his last couple fights. I'm a big Smith fan, but like we said earlier with Weidman, father time is undefeated when you take a beating for so many years and you've got younger freak athletes on their way up, especially mm -hmm. a guy like Span, who's just improving constantly, said he's working harder at it now. Yeah, I kind of like Span here and probably inside the distance. Man, main event. Man, I hate that a Max Holloway fights just at such a weird time because yeah, one of my favorite guys to watch. We'll still get to watch it. Korean Zombie as well. Good that he gets a fight, um, another fight in his home area. Obviously, it's not Korea, but it's in that side of the world, so it's at a good time for all of his people. But I think Max is going to destroy him, plain Dude, and simple. 31. 
Isn't that crazy how young, like, Max has been in this for so long, and he's still younger than every champ besides Sugar. Bro, like, what's Volk, like, 36? 34. Like, so three years from now, like, Max can still be, like, fighting? Max is that dude, bro, and he has taken a lot of damage, though, but we still have not seen the chin crack. He gets cracked in so many fights and just never even looks older. Like, he can fight till he's, like, 37, 38. Bro, Max is that dude. At seven years, we'd be, like, 29. <laughs> and he's been fighting since we were, like, uh, probably 12, 13 in the UFC. Bro, that's crazy. He's 31. Bro, when he was – how old was he, he like, when he today, Like, today, he can have a whole another prime. Chandler came in the UFC at, what, 34, 35? Yes, dude. Bro, that's insane. That's why I still feel like 155 is in the cards for him too. Eventually, just because, yeah. like I don't know, his body could just you could still fill out a little more. And yeah, it's just 155 is tough. Yeah, it is, bro. Do you see Aljo? Or I don't know if you saw it the next day. He said after this one, I'm gonna have to reconsider wanting to fight Volk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no yeah. Shit. Then he said he wants a rematch. No, I'm not doing oh. that. I'm sorry. We got chocolate toast. My bad, sorry to cut you off, but we got chocolate toast in the house. A long time no see. Hope y'all are doing well. Said yeah. stand by TKO. I agree. Early fight Saturday. Oh, Callum <laughs> Walsh is fighting again. <laughs> I didn't know Callum Walsh was already going again. Didn't he just fight in Boston like probably a month ago? When there was hey, a chocolate. Yeah, it was when they did the looking for a fight, so whenever that was. But, hey, Chaka Toast, do you think Callum's ever going to make the transition over to MMA, or do you think he's going to try and become a superstar boxer and make a bunch of money like the top guys? Because, obviously, you can make more if you're one of the top guys. And we'll see if Chaka gives us an answer on that. We're getting better at this live stuff a little bit. Um. Oh, Buena Silva. I think Myra Buena Silva. She you tested yes, positive. The UFC. Ooh, I like that. He's young too. I think I'm not sure exactly how old he is, but that would be electric. Who doesn't love a an elite striker coming into the UFC? Hopefully, he's been training that takedown defense on the side because that will be a problem. Love yeah, I was, say, I, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I thought he trained with Ferguson. Okay, I didn't know that. I for some reason I thought he was um overseas. No. Said he wants to try it. Let's go. Inside track, chocolate toast, always giving the good info. Y'all gonna be out there in December? Dude, I don't think Sugar can get on that though. It's just too soon. But it, like you said, if it's Cheeto, he's probably thinking the same thing. As long as he's healthy, <laughs> he's probably good. Yeah, if it's Cheeto, I think. I mean, obviously, you don't want to underestimate anybody, but if it's, I think he'll. I think we did Aljo at seventy percent. Yeah, Cheeto's a nightmare in a five rounder though because he doesn't really get any less dangerous. I think Derek Derek said this at your house. He said starts off really slow, but he just stays the same the whole yeah. time. Uh, MSG November, Vegas December. I like that. Y'all getting yes, out sir. there? That's yes, crazy. Johnson, you wouldn't share a card with Colby. Really? Yeah. You said he yeah. 
at least Colby said that he so heard from they, someone. Did they probably did they probably get December? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, they probably get December then. <laughs> I'll just put that yeah. one up there. I'm not gonna repeat it because you know how YouTube is. But. Yeah, they probably they probably get uh they probably get December. That, that that's not a bad that's not a bad uh main event and then uh Sugar coming. Yeah, I would like that. But I uh, wonder if if Connor's not on in December if Sugar doesn't even want to push it. Con- I don't think Connor's on in December. It hurts. It's like, you know, it's got to be Connor. I don't know if we talked about this on a pod, but Connor said they won't let me fight. There's no way they're not letting him. Yeah, no. I don't know, dude. He puts money in everyone's pockets. Yeah. UFC, like like Sean said, it's a business at the end of the day. Yeah, I like that in December. I like like Kobe and Leon and Sugar and Chico in December. T-Mobile, Sugar Mobile. Ooh, Chaka says Chandler is in camp. Yeah, they said they said that uh or Connor said that he started camp too. But again, I don't know. We don't know about this whole USADA bullshit. Yeah, it's hard to know. We're not on the inside like you, Chaka. I think it was like somebody saying like was it like I wanna say it was uh Uncle Chael. He was like, We don't know how it works, like and he just put in two tests the, the day before and be good. Like no one knows. Yeah. Speaking of steroids, Buena Silva positive test the week of the Holly Holm fight. So like they just don't announce it until a month later. I don't get that. <laughs> <laughs> Still able to fight and win and have yeah. all the good things happen. Yeah. But um, yeah. They also, no more Holly Holm made events, bro. I don't blame them. I'm telling you, there had to be something in her contract where she like has to be a main eventer or something because yeah, yeah, yeah. it makes no sense. But um, also, did you see? I haven't really looked into it much, but on Instagram, um, apparently the new UFC contracts, you have to, or if a fighter starts a business, the oh, UFC that is automatically gets the cut of it. Did you see that? That makes that's a good point. That's what I, that's what I'd be thinking too. Oh, so yeah, Chaka Toast makes an elite point. Says Chael Sonnen gave a good insight about Val the Animal, the guy who fought Bo Nickel, stepped in on seven days' notice. wasn't in the UFC before that. Where's you saw the time for that? Makes sense. That's, that's I've been saying this. That's what I've been saying this whole time, bro. That's what I've been saying. That's why, like, this whole time I've been saying, like, I don't think that you saw the shit. Like, I'm not saying it. It doesn't matter. Obviously, it matters but there's ways around it. Like there's not, you know, like, again, yeah. I don't know. I would love to like really ask somebody who really knows. Is it like, is it based off the commission? Is it based off the UFC that said you have to be in it six months? Like that's, that's where like, I'd have a lot of questions. Yeah. Cause from what I know, the UFC pays USADA to take care of all of that. But if the UFC is paying USADA, then wouldn't they have yeah. final say if they're like, this guy's yeah. fighting doesn't, doesn't need to be in your thing. Like I would love to see, to know if USADA is tied is any relation to the commission. Yeah. Like, I got like no would idea. the commission let people who aren't in USADA fight? That's what I want to know. But then again, he just said Val fought. So that's why I want to know. Yeah. Cause I don't think the commission like, with the commission clear dudes who aren't like, who are like roided maybe, out. Maybe he just had to take one drug test once he got the offer, like during fight week. 
Because like those bare knuckle dudes, or they 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 don't like you. I don't. I wouldn't imagine they drug no, I, test. I think they. I think Eddie Alvarez and Chad Mendez were definitely juiced. Yeah. All right, Toast. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you for stopping by. Always great Thank to hear you. from you. Tell Steve say what's up as well. And and I think that's about all we got for this week, right? Yes, sir. There's there's something I was going to say about the NFL, but I can't remember. I made a bet with Spencer at your house. It was originally $1,000 on week one Giants-Cowboys, but we were both off the liquor big time, so we moved it down to 150 after coming to our senses. <laughs> but, yeah, man, I'll have another 150 in my pocket for that game. Yeah, I know I should have taken your advice and just put the, you know, taking the odds since the Giants will probably be like plus 180, plus two something. Yeah. But, hey, it's better to just take your friend's money sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, matter. Oh, also, you could count a uh, winning bet, the golf one. Y'all beat us in the scramble. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even remember that? Oh, my goodness. What a day. What about Jin Sushi? I remember Jin. <laughs> How could you not? That's elite. I remember Jin. <laughs> you remember Kaywood and Bustos flipping the cart? Yeah. <laughs> I just don't remember any, like, shots that I hit. Like after the back nine. Yeah, I remember when we were oh, on the, the we were on the pod. Like, remember first getting started on live show. I was like, so what was the what was one shot that stood out to you today on the course? We're like, first drive. <laughs> we're like, no, 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 no. You said the part three. You said the part three. Like the second part. Yeah, three. the part three on three. I put it to like. That seven. actually was a nasty shot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but after that, I just like oh, I don't remember. <laughs> there was probably some better ones. The last drive when we were hitting up on the guys. Oh, yeah, I smoked that one. No, I smoked one to the right where the other guy's cart was, too, like right after. Yeah. They, the they, one they cart want, started driving. They, they didn't no. want to smoke. They didn't want to smoke. Especially on Sugar Day. We were we were really yeah. fast. We'd been hitting the bag, getting pumped up. Yeah. So. What a day, though. What a day. What a time. What a week. Dude, all-time weekend. Honestly, right up there with International Fight Week weekend for yeah, me. It was definitely. just a definitely. great time. Y'all hit the karaoke the next morning, too, huh? I did. I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. It was just I was I was on I was on a little date. Just me and a date. Ugh. Yeah, just one on one, one on one. No group. You seeing you seeing some drizzy up there? Nah, bro. It was a Mexican restaurant, so they were all singing Mexican shit. So I was like, I can't go in here with Dre. They're gonna boot me off the stage. <laughs> Facts. Just yeah. go up there, and start singing like Jungle or something like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> all right then. I think that's all we got. I'll see you Sir. on Monday. Week from today. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.